0: Good Friday evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of, what is this? Friday Night Live. What is this? Supernatural Confessions. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I think Supernatural Confessions. Sometimes I think it's stand up comedy. Yes. I don't know. I uh, also want to say a big hello to our friends at Golden Mouth watching us right now. Uh, you guys are watching us in Golden Mile. Also, uh, that's like Singapore's one of the most haunted places. Uh, you know what they say yeah. when you listen to ghost stories, you attract the ghost to you, right? So good luck to y'all. Golden
1: Mile, uh, that's what it's known for. Okay. Yeah.
0: And other things. I... Kiwi Black as well, welcome back. You guys, uh, you haven't been around for a while, but hey, glad to hear you. Your name pop up again, Jelly YT. Hello, hello, West S A. Sean Lim, Pixel Gun Boy. Hey. Uh, hi, Marcus, the Clark who says kimchi's his feelings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did not.
0: Ericsson, welcome. Uh, hello to the Supernatural Confessions family. Hello to you too.
1: Hello, hello. Yeah.
0: So what's been up, guys? What's up in the last one the week?
2: Uh, mm, to you guys. It, this is rather quiet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not sure how to answer that one. What's been up? Mm. Oh,
2: I, I, I had uh, a barbecue dinner. Well, at least idea. I... I,
3: uh,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> I have yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. A lovely barbecue dinner. It's quite a romantic time. Uh, fans, fans of uh, Supernatural Confessions from 2019 and 2020 would remember the guys, Tim O, as well as Eugene To from uh, ET, who does the CSI for our show. Uh, we were at ET's place and I was supposed to have teams uh, belated birthday uh, lunch or dinner, barbecue with... 2kg or 3kg worth of beef. However, Tim's rel- uh, relative had uh, died with COVID, so he couldn't join us. And the three of us were, had to devour. We had to take Tim's share. La.
3: So, kudos uh, yeah. to you, Tim.
0: Uh, besides that, I know uh, Midloaf passed away today, 74 years old. The guy who... Oh. Oh. Rest in peace. Rest in peace sir. Yes. yes. Rest in peace, bro.
1: Yeah. It right, just goes to show you, right? Because if, if you've listened to his music, then you know which era he's from. The fact that he's 74. You know, he was mm. 74. Says something about our age, doesn't it? I, I, I'm not going to say anything. Don't it, say it. Don't say anything. it.
2: Does. No, I'm I, I just going to step in and say, I'm I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know the singer named Meatloaf. Just because you're not knowledgeable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your nose just grew longer. Yeah. <laughs> guys, uh, Anna
0: wants to know what you guys are drinking tonight.
1: Oh. I
4: have to drink water Yakult yeah, and soju Decaffeinated coffee
2: uh, Water as well
0: Usually I'll be drinking soju or wine But today I'm drinking water as well Because oh. I, I feel like I'm coming down with oh. something Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and I- uh, it's very important because next Wednesday uh, We will be leaving Not we as in, we, as in Sonia myself uh, We'll be taking a tour group up to Sri Lanka Yes Almost nine days During the Chinese New Year wow. week Yeah So I got to be well for that Anyway There are some slots left So if you guys Have nothing to do During Chinese New Year Or you're trying to avoid The relatives uh, or Chinese <laughs> New Year just isn't a, a, a festival that you celebrate Do consider <laughs> joining us uh, We have a couple more slots left To go up to Sri Lanka to Climb up yes. the mountains See the temples Do the Indiana Jones stuff
1: yeah, hey, of course you said Indian Jones. I felt very attacked, you know, like <laughs> Indian half Chinese. Jones.
3: This is where yeah. We that's get like cancelled.
1: So the Chinese Jones, the Eurasian Jones, all not allowed to go, yeah, only is it?
0: Indian Jones, are.
1: Only yeah. the Indian Jones are allowed to go. That's how
0: so, they show wait, this you think is. I gotta like, cancel you. Like Auto correct. So, like,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah the, the show the show got a thousand and one reason to got cancelled <laughs> la. this is one of it la. yeah <laughs> if, it, if it was going to get cancelled would have got cancelled last year
4: <laughs> so, we're still here don't worry we're, we're alright
2: yeah okay yeah
0: so uh, that's that's for that and uh, Kim Joe any, any updates on your side
4: well, 42 degrees in Perth. Um, we are um, baking Ooh. in the sun Yeah,
1: 42 Ooh. degrees. Well, it's 41 I just made today. lasagna. I should have sent you one and you just put it outside. You
4: know, seriously, you, you put a, a frying pan on the ground, chuck some oil yeah. into it, leave it in the sun, crack an egg, you fry it, no problems. Uh, it is just, wow, it's, it's, okay. it's very warm. Please stay um, indoors as
1: much as you can. Hydrate, lots and lots of water.
4: Yeah, I, I just put a lot of sunscreen because I, I walk about a kilometre from my work to have lunch in the sun. But well, it's okay, you, I just you hydrate. You missed a spot. You, you yeah,
3: missed a spot. Top, at the top, yeah. It's... It's very nice. It's burnt at
4: the top, yeah. Wait, wait, when I come down, I'll let you guys just rub it if you like.
2: <laughs> for, good for good luck.
4: For good
0: luck.
3: Rub it for three okay. wishes. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: G- See what happens at hey. the third time. <laughs> no.
2: What? Genie. I'm not... I'm not gonna... Whatever Joe asked me to do, I'm not gonna do Oh, it. yes, you are. Blah, blah, whatever. I, I am waiting, Kim. No. No, I'm not. Uh, from my from my side, nothing much. Uh, actually, um, pretty much um a normal week. But mm. I'm excited for Chinese New Year. Actually, mm. uh, although, what I think it's uh uh ten 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 each day, ten days. You I think, you were today. saying
1: because your brother's coming down, right? Okay. So nice to have family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come
2: because. Yeah, because brother is on the other side. Well, I mean, because I'm in Malaysia, East and West, right? Mm. So because like last year, uh, they couldn't come back. So yeah, I'm excited to nice. see them. I've not. Seen so you're traveling over, sometime. or they're coming down? Sounds and cool. I chat. They. are uh. they're, they're coming. They're coming back.
0: And, yeah. And so. Because of that, you won't be able to uh, produce the shows and cut professions and, uh, and because of you, ah. we are not be having any show on the fourth, right? Is that yes? Is that what I said before, <laughs> now? Yes,
2: That's disgusting. So, please, uh, please put all the <laughs> blames on me. Yes. On the 1st Until the 5th Of Chinese New Year I won't be around So yes Put all the blame <laughs> on me I won't be around <laughs> And hey, you take One for the no, team No show Every Because now Kim is around ah. Ah. Yes yes Kim ah. Yes 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 I, it's, I, it's because of me ah, Because yeah, of We, we, okay, we want him to
1: have Quality family time so.
2: Yeah
0: yeah We at we, uh, Supernatural Confessions Believe that Uh uh, Kim has worked really hard And uh, he needs his family time So we're letting off For that one Friday And one Friday only You know For the whole year <laughs> yeah. uh, 5th of January, wow. Ladies and gentlemen We won't be having a show On the 5th of January It's Chinese New Year week uh, But uh, Who knows uh, I know Joe and Elvin is, is is at home So they might have A two-man uh, maybe, show, maybe I don't know uh, Sonia and I might just join in From wherever we are In Sri Lanka uh, But yeah No official show uh, But we may just come on Online to just uh shoot shoot the breeze with you guys uh, on that day.
2: Yeah, may- maybe maybe on that day, Joe and uh, Joe and Elvin will, will wear some nice um, Chinese New Year attire and sing mm, yeah. some Chinese songs. I don't <laughs> know anything, what, right? So what just, What makes you think my mom doesn't make me do that
1: already?
4: <laughs> ah, yeah, right. Just record it and put it. the on first screen. time you see it's us, you
3: see YouTube and Facebook banners. <laughs> oh.
4: Yeah, cultural misappropriation. Yeah. Misappropriation, <laughs> la,
3: Cannot sing, What's la. <laughs> going Yeah. It's I, I, yourself, bro. It's still, <laughs> I was going to answer Wes
1: Wes is asking for those keen how do you join how to join you all in Sri Lanka oh so if you go to Eugene's page my page or this page called somewhere in the middle we uh, we have links to contact us and they will you know we'll give you all the details we have a couple of slots left and if you want to join us just contact me Eugene and we'd be happy to tell you how you can join us Mm. Uh, my week. Nobody's asking about my week, eh? You think I'm a very boring auntie, right?
0: Okay, okay. Mm. Hold on, hold on. uh Sonia, how's your week?
2: No, we we save the best for last. So Sonia, now you go. Oh, now I go. <laughs>
1: I've been <laughs> hiking and teaching. Oh yeah, very normal stuff. I can understand why you're all not interested in
0: my life. Okay, yeah, now moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> I was yeah. kidding, I was why, kidding. Why,
4: why, why, why are we wasting time with all this? Let's just move on to the show, yeah, guys. Yeah, something more important, I yeah. Right. yeah. I've, got, I've got things to do. Still okay. I right now, so get to
2: hiking, teaching. I don't teaching. want to die. Uh, tennis studio around the corner. I don't I've don't. i been dive. busy
1: planning for Sri Lanka. I'm the lead uh, on on this one with Eugene as my co. So I've been busy answering lots and lots of questions, getting all the facts that we need uh, ready, where to take the PCR tests, uh, you know, with all the different forms to fill up, the visas, getting all of that put together so that we don't mess up this trip. So that's what I've
4: been doing. On YouTube, the clerk says, got any young Chilbu going to Sri Lanka or not? Of course, Sonia.
0: You say young Chilbu, bro. Yeah,
2: young Shibu yeah. yes. What? What's wrong? Mm. I agree I don't want to say anything uh, it's not. I've never once uh, pretended
1: to be any younger uh, than I am I'm 46 <coughs> and very happy at, at I mean,
3: to be fair <gasps> and, No, and you that just revealed your number
4: I don't
1: number. mind 46 What is wrong with that? What is wrong with 46? 46, I'm owning it that's I'm 46 great. That's great. and yeah. That's I, that's my I, wife's yeah. age
2: So that that's fine
1: Yeah why, why you just... are
2: forty six? No way. <laughs> <What are else?
4: laughs> Shut up Kim. Like Shut up, you just... oh.
0: <laughs> Okay, okay. And uh, this episode was brought to you by Duff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't use let's, let's get straight to our our show proper. Uh oh God, it's daily Ten Ten. And up next in the next segment we have uh JDC who's gonna give us the highlights of what's happening this week on Supernatural Confessions private group must be the hantu. take it away Jay one
4: of the main things Eugene I think that garnered a lot of like likes as well as comments was what you posted it was the question from Zelisud and basically you know, what he's saying is let's say you encounter an experience where you're stuck at the same place for hours after mm. trying to find a way out what mm. is the solution this is that famous thing of the ghost cover your eyes, right? Is that the... Mm, the, the yeah. That, that kind of comment you're going to try to like pronounce that in Mandarin because I will mangle it. But, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious as to what the other hosts think about the experience where you try to go somewhere and you just find yourself going around in circles. Uh, uh, has, has uh, that experience hang on, give me a sec. Happened to you,
3: you I think I lost you guys for a moment.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Hold on, okay. okay. Yeah, you guys, are
3: slowly coming back on.
1: Okay, how much? How much did they miss? Did they hear they us? can hear
3: know? your voice. Just the
2: video. Went oh, okay. Off. Okay. okay. on. Give me. It's yeah. not us. ah uh, okay? So um, yes. That is uh
1: that. You you guys all your the, eyes. You know, as you were talking about that, Joe, and then we went off. Everybody had their eyes. Uh,
2: come on. Yeah, covered. Quater yeah, yen. so that is yeah. Uh, that see? is the
1: it's power. <laughs> uh, powerful, powerful.
2: Demonstration, demonstration, Real time demonstration.
0: <laughs> but we 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 got we got lost for one whole minute. Uh, I think I think yeah, Joe can Joe, long. Yeah,
3: try speaking. Maybe I can still catch you. Try, try saying something.
4: Hello.
0: Oh, no, no, it's
4: not that. My name is Joe. No, no, no. They can't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> and I like crackers. Big butts. I <laughs> like <laughs>
3: chips. Big butts.
4: I like I, it it I, can I lie. cannot lie <laughs> okay.
0: well done. Um, While we are laughing And the audience Are probably wondering yeah, why Joe is off for a Joe him. is doing His sound check his, his video is not there But we can hear him And he's telling us <laughs> jokes But we cannot see him And you guys cannot hear him either
2: uh, He's saying he like Big butts And he cannot lie I'm going just say Are, are yes. you sure Joe People can't you hear me hear no. Joe, but Can I can't hear you can Yes they cannot yet. hear you Maybe you log out And log back are
1: in Are you
0: trying log out Log back in You just re- refresh Yeah. Yeah. So you're <laughs> so Joe like big butts no, and he though. cannot lie. And About all of it. us, his other hosts can't <laughs> deny. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so I uh, do not know what he's going to say, but Eugene, you may continue like, uh, from he <laughs> Okay, picked okay up.
0: so Quater Yen is where the ghosts cover your eyes and the belief is that when you walk into a forested area, mountain area, or anywhere, nature that doesn't belong to human, it belongs to the spirit world, there may be mischievous spirits out there who will cover your eyes. And when they cover your eyes, you walk around in circles and you're unable to get up. Uh, and I know a lot of people have experienced it. Uh, it's almost become like a phenomenon, like a sleep paralysis. Some have suggested Use your Google Map to get out. But the thing about the Google Maps and everything, right? Some reason or another is no longer about science and logic. You just will follow the map and you keep walking around in circles. That's how it works. It's not that you are lost. It's just that you keep walking around in circles.
1: I remember talking about this during the... Hikers and hantu segment mm-hmm. about mm. about mm. this very thing. How I I had two encounters with this climbing Gunung Ledang, and we mm. were walking around mm. in circles, and we were we were told by our hike leader that we cannot bring any pork onto this mountain because it's a sacred Muslim mountain, right? And you're not supposed to bring mm. pork on on the hike. And we kept going around in circles, coming back to the same tree. Um, and by the second time, the second round, he told us all to unpack our bags. He wanted to see what we brought. And true enough, somebody was carrying a tin of luncheon meat. And he said, that's why, because we were disrespecting the mountain that we were led in circles. So he buried it, you know, and we had to offer apologies in general. And after that, we made it out.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, moving away from that spot, we finally made it to base camp on Gunung Lei
0: there was another scenario where we were—I don't know whether this was with you or not, Sonia—but um, we were walking somewhere. We got lost, and I, we, know, we knew where the path was. We keep walking around. We come back to the same bloody hut, uh, where I felt there was an entity there. Walk, walk, yes. walk. Keep coming back. Walk, walk. Like bloody hell. We knew he we walked straight. Yeah, we knew we were walking straight. How did we somehow make a U turn back to the hut again? And there were a few ways that uh, we were taught to break the curse. One is to pee, like re- literally put on your pants and pee on the path ahead. Another one is to cut a, a plant and turn it upside down. Uh, some even said, take out your underwear and put it on your head. <laughs> Actually, at the point time, I was quite sweaty, so I, w- I wasn't <laughs> going to risk it. Uh, uh, some even said, sit down and smoke. Some said, take the cigarette and make an offering. So when we posted out that, that post, what is your advice? Uh, that's really what we're trying to get at. There were so many different variations of people uh, providing their own advice, uh, some from the grandparents, some from what they learn, but I think most of them we can we can agree that uh, they fall around the same or similar um, um, belief. So when we paced or when I paced, uh, somehow we just walked straight and we found a we found a path, which we couldn't find the last three, four, five times when we walk around. Yeah, but, but I, the think path it, like I, I think 10 it maybe away.
1: You see, that's not how I think, right? To me, it was just a coincidence. We needed to just stay still for a second get our bearing correct and then regroup and make our way out. Alfred Alfred was with us. Alfred smoked, you went off and peed and I just stood mm-hmm. there and I regrouped. I look around again because I'm a landmark person, right? Then I realized, ah, and it was just the, the path that we were trying to take was just ahead. And it was so late at night and we'd gone traipsing around in this, in this uh, forested area. I just attributed it to the fact that we were disoriented and tired.
4: I totally agree with you, Sonia. There's a park, um, a a number of gorges in, um, called Karajini Park, north of of Perth, many thousand kilometers north of Perth, right? And, you know, a lot of my Aboriginal friends have told me when you go there, do not, you know, uh, do not go there without the guide because as the day changes, right, everything remains the same, but the way they look change. So the colors of the gorge changes The colors of the water change. Shadows lengthen. Um, What you may perceive as as this really small boulder may look completely different at a different time of the day. So I think this is what happens with people. People just get very disoriented. They don't know where they're going. And I think... think We've lost Kim. Oh, wow. Someone covered Kim's eyes. See, it wasn't, wasn't just me. But it's this idea that all these things, like putting your underwear over your head, doing a pee, stopping to have a cigarette, what they do is they allow us to just stop. They allow us to stay still, to get our bearings, to calm ourselves down so that yes. we can act in a more... Um, rational you know, a more de- Rational and deliberate manner. So yeah. I... I however, having said that though, yeah. if that happened to me, I would pray and I would pee just to cover my bases.
0: You, you know what I, I figured happened at time when Sonia... She had her aha moment and she went to walk straight and she saw the the, the landmark. Yeah. She stood there for a while. In the same time, I unzip my pants and I whip it out. And when I started to pee was when I chased the ghost away and suddenly she goes, aha, I remember now. <laughs> That's the path. So it that, all that happened was, at the same time. That I was the explanation I was going for. <laughs> yeah.
1: What a coincidence.
0: Uh, so yeah, uh, Joe, I like what... Um, C2 posted. You were abducted just now with a D-U-C-K. <laughs> okay, all right. Very the nice duck, play that, on words. The, the duck yeah. jokes are coming back.
4: I thought for, I, I thought I had left it behind, but no. Thank you, Rucha, for bringing the duck. You
1: have a duck in your background, and we're constantly reminded of it. It's
4: more
0: of a chick, as opposed to. It's the
1: yellow that's reminding us of it. Yeah. Oh, so cute.
0: No. Also, the other question that I posted up was about Ishun. Um, I will share this story with you guys at a time. Some confessors shared the story with me. Wanted it to be uh, anonymous. Uh, she's a very, she comes from a very staunch Christian family, so she cannot confess about this um, on air because it would just look bad for her at church. Uh, but she with me, shared with me something, and it was very real to her, and it has something to do with Ishun Forest because apparently somebody that's related to her. Hmm. went to that part of the forest, paid a price to meet someone because that's a place where black magic is performed. And they actually went together, performed a black magic ritual and left. When they went back the next day, they couldn't find a spot. So she was asking, Eugene, do I know anywhere in Ishun that people practice black magic? So I posted that ah. out to the community. And perhaps once we get enough information, we will share that with you in the next Friday Night Live.
1: That whole area is SAF training grounds and it's huge. That entire area is very, very big. I'm not surprised they Mm. couldn't find it.
4: Mm. So you're not recommending people going there because it's like a a military installation?
1: In the first place, if you get caught, you can be court-martialed. Not court-martialed because you're not in the army. Charged. But you can be charged. That's what I meant. Sorry, I got the words Uh, mixed up. So when I
4: come down to Singapore, please none of you take me to any of these, uh, these really like uh, legally ambiguous areas, right? I SLA, land, really... SLA land is fine. We know
1: okay. where to bring you and Thank we you. know where to leave you and not be found. No, no,
0: don't do that. I, I, can't,
1: I, do, I can't tahan in that area.
0: If the ghost close your eyes, you just have to pee. <laughs> or wear the underwear on your head. That's it. Oh, I'll wear, I'll or wear underwear on my head. <laughs> <laughs> While wearing the underwear over my head?
1: You want but to you pee you take I it hair. off, you put it on your head, then you pee.
0: Okay, okay. Let us get straight to the confession. First confession. Uh, Kim, tell us a bit more about that. <laughs>
2: the first Kampong one Pontianak. should be Kampong Pontiana. Yeah, Kampong Pontiana. So this time around, because uh we uh week in and week out, we always get our narrators to actually narrate the stories, right? So we decided to okay, maybe this week let them chill a little bit. Uh, so we get our. Host to narrate the stories because we have not uh, heard from uh, Eugene, Sonia and also Joe for quite some time So the first one is about a Kampong Pontiana. Why this story is because we have It has been quite some time since we heard about Chetpon's story it seems like it Mm. Uh, The famous uh, Chetpon story because I remember when I first came into the show Everywhere the convention is about lady long hair, white dress. I'm, until Sonya was like, "I do." I, I with... just heard
1: a story about about this yesterday. One of my hiking friends, her name is Samantha. I think she's watching the show as well, and she was texting <sighs> in the in, in my group chat asking me, asking us, um, which smell is stronger, French or jasmine? And I thought, why would she ask such a question? And then as she slowly relayed the story, then it made sense, and we all got the heebie-jeebies. And of course, I checked up on her after she'd gone home, and she said she was walking. She went for a walk to clear her head, okay. And mm. then she suddenly smelled. She was walking the green corridor, if I'm not wrong, and she went through an area, and suddenly it was a very strong floral smell. She walked along some more; it completely disappeared. And then, as she kept going, that strong, and you know that um, she walked right into another cloud like a bubble of of that whole cloud of smell again and then she continued walking and, and then it disappeared now that area is not known to have french penny trees or jasmine bushes so she was very perplexed and it freaked her out so she texted us and then um i asked her to do a, f- a few things like you know how you wash your feet before you enter your home and and all that but she was very spooked and she said she was going to burn sage and and all that and that made me remember all the stuff that you guys like to tell me about Japan, and i went ha, huh, we've got Quite a story there, don't we?
4: I I I, yeah. I did feel I do like well. Me- <laughs> you did very well. I feel like if I meet Chick, I have to ask her
2: for an autograph because she's my favorite ghost. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she's my far my favorite
2: ghost. Mm. So uh, whenever whenever you are going and meeting her, asking for an autograph, I'm not gonna follow you So okay, ah. we're gonna
1: hear. I will uh, just remind her, uh, chick Your ends are very dry. You need to trim your hair. <laughs>
0: Mm. Uh, this reminds me I, I of the uh, post that Kim put up. What yes. can you say uh, <laughs> in a paranormal sighting and when you are having <laughs> sex?
2: Check out. I, I I love I love the I love the answers. You guys are very so creative. If, yeah. yeah yeah, you guys are creative. Okay, uh, let's let's go to the confession. We'll come back with checkpoint more after the confession. I take right. it away.
4: Kampong Tianak by Yusman. This story was related by my late mom once upon a time. Back in the late 60s, she and her family were staying in a kampong somewhere in the north of Singapore. One evening, she and a couple of friends were attending a religious class and it ended around 10pm. After the class they walked home together. The road leading to their homes was not well lit and it was but an hour's walk to reach their homes. There was a huge banyan and cannonball tree along the road to their kampong and everyone in the Kampong knew that the Banyan tree was haunted by a pontiana. Thus people always tried to get home no later than 9pm. As it was already 10.30pm, my mom and her friends were lucky as one of the neighbors had seen the three of them and rushed them to come into the house. The neighbor quickly ushered them into her home and closed all the windows and the door. She then brought them to the kitchen and told them to wash their feet and faces. My mom and her friends informed the neighbor that they had just finished religious class and was now too scared to go home. The lady scolded them that they were not to be outside so late in the night and urged my mom and her friends to stay with her as her husband was out of town. She passed my mom and her friends some pillows and advised them to rest and sleep. But she warned them not to go near the windows or open the door should they hear any knocking. They were to just ignore it. This made my mom and friends a little bit restless and scared and they begged the lady to sleep with them. Some time after they fell asleep, one of my mom's friends woke her up and whispered that there was someone knocking on the door and calling for the owner of the house. The night was still and as they kept quiet listening, they heard the knocks on the door again and a soft voice calling for the homeowner. They rushed to wake the old lady who was sleeping with them and she hushed them, saying that they should just ignore it. This time, it was no longer knocking, but a loud pounding on the door. A voice was shouting that it knew someone was awake in the house and demanded to see the owner. At this time, the lady lost her patience, and she told my mom and her friends in no uncertain terms to not look out the window, as she was going to scold the person outside of the house. She stood up, bunned up her hair and rushed to open one of the windows. My mum and her friends, who were huddled in the corner of the living room, closed their eyes and covered their faces with their hands as they heard the creaking of the window as it opened. The lady let out a row of expletives and told the person that her husband was not home and not to bother them. She warned the person not to disturb her again. My mother overheard the person saying that it just wanted to see the guests who was staying for the night. My mom then took a peek from behind her fingers and as she did so she let out a shriek and began crying at what she saw. Its hair was long and messy with a pair of protruding eyes and thick lips. It had a broad forehead and its eyes, nose and mouth seemed to be crammed together. It was snarling and pointing to my mom and her friends. One of my mom's friends saw that and peed her pants as the things started laughing. The laughter was so soft that it seemed far away. The lady slammed the window closed and rushed to pacify my mom and her friends. She gave them some water to calm them down. Funnily enough, they did not sleep, but just huddled together until the break of day. The soft laughter went on until dawn, and, when the sun rose, they bid farewell to the lady and ran all the way home i like this one i like this Yeah, one I, I, I like this story i like the whole idea of walking through a, a, a kampung lonely kampung road in the 60s right
3: with mm. these kind of
4: houses on the side and and, and you know no electricity and it is just like an old you know malaysian pontiana black and white movie uh, I, yeah. I i just love it love stories
1: like that we we still have places like that in singapore yeah kampung wak hasan yes up Uh. here and it's in the north so i was thinking as you were narrating did they mean this kampong kampong Wah hassan which is here in sembawang and if you walk this road yellow dim lights long straight road and we had an encounter on this road
2: (gasps) yeah yeah we did we did Wow. We don't this, know if this this uh, it's think This so. episode, Sonia was stuck in a loop in a forest. <sighs> she has an encounter. Wow. I like this episode. I like this episode, <laughs> la. like this episode <laughs> in particular. La.
1: Sonia, Sonia, continue, Sonia. Continue, Sonia. <laughs> tell us what you was it, it was, us it us was a monster, supernatural sorry. confessions tour. It was a. Uh, no, the first one was a recon, the second one was a tour. Both also we had incidents. Our participants had incidents. And then the recon one, we all had uh, uh, experience. Smell, very strong, tight smell. And at first I thought it was somebody, somebody stepped in poop because we had to walk through a forested area and then out. And all I could smell was this very cloying, you know, yucky poop smell. And I made everybody show me their shoes to check. No, we couldn't find anyone. And we had a spiritual... Can we can we call him a master? A, a sp-
0: someone who's a bit more spiritually inclined and can do a bit basic cleansing. yes. Yeah, He's been trained. He's been enlightened. Yeah.
1: And and he told us no. This is the smell of, um, it's like BTMM. My my version of it is BTMM. What did he say it was? The there was a Malay was, term. What's BTMM? Bukitima monkey man is oh, an ape-like okay. creature, yep. and and he said that's what it was. That smell. And Ma- it followed, Mawas, it, Mawas. Mawas, yeah. It followed us that oh, smell. Ma-was, it came, sorry. it left. It came and it left. And nobody had poop on their shoes or anywhere on, on our articles of clothing. And it just it just followed us all the way out.
4: Sean Lim um took the words right out of my mouth. Got check shoes, no check underwear.
0: <laughs> but if it's a, but if it's a poop in the pants, right, <coughs> the smell should be consistently following us. Uh, but in this case, the yeah. smell will be there and then it's gone. And then you will stick to let's say let's say the four of us are walking. It may stick to just with Kim, and then later on the smell will remove from Kim and go to Joe. That's a bit tough to to sign up. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I I remember
4: a story that was told to us by a client who we had gone to see for some kind of investigation. Right? He yeah. said that in his house he was followed by the smell of rotting fish. Mm. You know what I mean? He'd walk and, and it says this smell would just for some reason be at just different parts of the house. And he oh says it's God. very strange. It wouldn't permeate the rest of the house. If you walked one step into this bubble, you'd smell it like someone was just waving uh, 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 um, a rotting piece of fish in front of your nose. You mm. take
2: one step out of that bubble, you smell nothing. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard I heard some STDs have had have huh? So too. Huh? That's very, I very know. true. <laughs> but could you please elaborate for us, uh, Kim? It sounds since like... Since personal yeah, <laughs> I no, I don't, I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's what they all the say. That I posted
4: Personal yeah. la. <laughs> experience. Um, you know, Asking um, for a friend, Kunun. Yeah, exactly. For <laughs> a friend. No,
2: no, no, no. It, it's because it's because I say what is the uh, what Eskiphal. is the thing that you can say during a sighting and also during sex? Ada bau <laughs> 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 That
3: was
4: my favorite. Ada bau nasty. Oh
2: nasty. Lord. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> continue, this, this continue. one, this one reminds me of a, of a story. We when when you said fish, Joe, the the smell yeah. of fish, right? Reminded me of a story that okay. uh, a barber's friend was talking about when he went fishing. Ah, yes. And it was this like a a wearing a sarong, right? And she would come up and ask, Do you have any extra fish for her? And mm. they had extra fish, and they kind of felt pity for her, so they gave her the fish. And then the next time they saw her, she was crouched over the fish, eating it raw. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was quite Uh, tricky.
0: There was a particular spot in East Coast Park where fishermen. No, no, Changi. It's Changi. No, it's
1: East
0: Coast.
1: Changi, Changi Point. I remember because he said, "Okay, never mind the Changi one." East (laughs) Coast. Okay lah, whatever. Changi
0: lah. Okay lah, one of the beaches lah. Okay, one of the beaches. Okay. There was a no Changi. There was another one. There were two stories. The Changi one we had, we actually, uh, we played the confession on the on this show as well, and we talked about Changi one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. The it's point close is, then. There's, there's two beaches in Singapore where it's known for fishermen, our anglers. Or even, no, sorry, three. Ponggol as well. There was a confession from Ponggol about fishermen seeing a head floating in the water. The one in Changi was the nene asking for fish. And when they said they don't have fish for the day, suddenly they have a lot of fish. Or the nene asked them to go somewhere else. And they caught a lot of fish. And they keep giving, They keep coming back for the fish. Um, uh, then that one, but that particular story was in Changi. When they drove off, the Ninet was beside them, r- flying beside them, asking oh, them fish. <laughs> No, That's the Changi one. Ah. The East Coast one, the one that my barber uh, and his friend was at an East Coast park area. They went to fish and then uh, this nenek came up to them asking for the fish. So they said, okay, they caught the fish. They, are just, they don't they want to keep the fish. They passed her the whole box. She went to one corner as they were going out they saw her crouching and eating the fish with bare hands just biting off and, the head
1: and, and like very you know that whole gory as she looked yeah. up it must have been mm. quite
0: her eyes are her pupils are all black and everything mm. that's the one
1: right yes
2: that's
0: about? the one yeah yeah so, uh, we probably put together all the fishing and all the nenek fish uh story together in one all the fish. compilation
1: <laughs> yeah and that one is mermaid grow old, <laughs> So
2: what what do we have to say about the the first confession though? We've oh. been a bit before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. from the first confession. Um uh, so what do you guys think about the story? I,
0: I love the story a lot because this reminds me a lot of my grandfather's time. Uh my grandparents grew up in kampong, like legit kampong, walked from pla- one plantation across plantation to go to another kampong. My dad grew up in kampong as well, so did my mom. Um when he came to Singapore, there's only a little bit of kampong left before they became modernized and we all live in HDB. But I grew up listening to a lot of these stories. Very common to the point where it's not even a passed down story. It's my grandfather had this experience. And my grandmother was like, yeah, your grandfather will come running to my house all scared. And I'll give him a nail. Uh, and that's how he would have to go back through it. Because my mother would not let grandfather stay there in the house. Uh, <laughs> you know, and he was be on a bicycle. So it was a first hand account. And when he passed on to my dad, my dad also who grew up there as a child would say they heard the knocking sound. Knocking, smell, laughter, all the hallmarks of a 1960s, 1950s Pontianak story, like in the one that Joe Uh, just read. Very classic. And in kampung time, this was very normal. In fact, not just my own grandparents, when I spoke to other people's grandparents who were from the kampung days, they said, oh, this kind of happening, common. Sometimes you can even see penanga flying, you can hear laughter at night, uh, scratching on the rooftop, common. So, yeah, we may find it very scary now, but back in our grandparents' time, that was part and parcel of norm. Our, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, norm. Mm. Mm.
4: Classic story that doesn't need any dissecting.
0: No. Mm. Beautiful, I love it. So evergreen, So, so classic, I like it.
2: Okay, so uh, if you guys uh, need some good memories, so yeah, checkpoint is the source of how everything started. You see, what, even even the shirt that Eugene is wearing is having a picture of checkpoint on it. Oh. Must be the hunter. Yeah. See, long hair, white dress. Uh okay. So that is our first confession. And, uh, and sorry, uh, Kim. Solid. I, I'm just wondering, that. Kim,
4: if we can maybe encourage the um, the SE family to send in stories about what their mothers and their fathers and their grandfathers and grandmothers have told them. Like these old stories about kambongs and stuff. All, old tales. Old tales, yes. yeah. You know, like stuff that's been yeah, passed down through old your family. Old. We'd love to hear it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Senate,
1: yeah, the kind of stories that uh, we used to, uh, you know, instill fear in you so that the minute it gets dark, you run home.
4: Yeah.
1: That sort of story.
3: Hmm.
2: Now the minute it gets dark, Right now. Okay, <laughs> never. <then we're>, uh, <laughs> you you, memang <laughs> hantu. Uh, okay,
1: <laughs> alright.
2: <laughs> okay, so uh, we, we shall we proceed? Yes, the next please. One? Okay, the next one is sent in by a regular, a yeah. Kara. Uh, uh, I I bet a lot, a lot. Of you know, I uh, have, have read her her, her her postings, and this is Titled Claw Let's talk about it after we listen to the question. Elvin, please.
1: Claw by Kara. In light of the latest story shared by Dennis Chew in eight days, it reminded me of a couple of incidents that happened to me at East Coast when I was much younger, and I'd like to share one of them today. Gentle disclaimer, this is one of those quite visually disturbing. And if you are easily queasy, maybe give this one a miss? Part one, East Coast. This happened at the end of year 2000, when I was still a teenager and a bunch of my schoolmates decided to spend the night at East Coast to party the night away. It was a fairly large group of maybe 20 plus people, and we had a great time just reveling in the thought that school was over for the year. I remember it was sometime in the wee hours when my schoolmates decided to kill some time and one of them came up with the idea of playing catching amongst the nearby trees. For safety reasons, some of the older siblings insisted that we run and hide together in groups while the catcher went about looking for us. On hindsight, it was a terrible idea because East Coast back then was not as quite well lit as it is today, and for the most part, none of us really knew the area well, especially in the dark. I recall, as the game started, I was feeling very apprehensive. I never enjoyed the game catching anyway, but the atmosphere was charged with excitement and we soon got caught up trying to find the best spot to hide from our catcher. Whilst running, I remember hearing the excited squeal from one of my friends who caught sight of the catcher and we immediately ran towards the direction of some trees to hide. There were about six of us in the group, and I was running somewhere behind the third or fourth person. It was at this point, when we were running between the trees, that I suddenly felt my neck come into contact with something sharp, but was running too fast to stop. At that time, I felt a strong force pushing me backwards, and I could feel myself flying through the air, and then losing consciousness as I fell backwards, and my head hit the ground. When I came to, my friends were crowded around me and asked if I was okay. In a daze, I said yes, and merely requested to go back to the main group to rest. I remember walking back to our tables in a stupor, and when I emerged from the trees and was within sight, one of my friends sitting at the table looked over at me and screamed and suddenly, several people came running over and asked what happened. Unbeknownst to me, my neck was a complete mess, and blood was trickling steadily down and staining my white top. I touched my neck gingerly to check what the fuss was about, only to find my hand covered in blood. Perhaps still in shock from the ordeal, I honestly felt no pain. One of the older siblings quickly grabbed a T-shirt and tried to put pressure and stem the blood, while another ran to get his car to drive me to an ER. On the way there, I contacted my parents, who met me at the hospital and were equally stunned at what they saw. They grilled my friends about the accident, but no one had any answers. I tried my best to reenact the night to them and the doctors in an attempt to shed some light, but could not explain what happened, nor why. No one else running before or after me had been cut in the same way as I had. According to the doctor, my injury looked very much like I had been strangled by some barbed wire. But had I just run a couple more inches into it, I would have quite possibly garrotted myself to death and certainly not lived to tell this tale. In the following week, Some of my friends from that fateful night visited me at home and filled me in on some of the happenings after I had left. They told me that when dawn broke, some of the older siblings did a thorough search in the area where we were running to and to try, track down what had nearly ended my life, but failed to. They didn't find any wire or objects that could have led to that disastrous accident They left saying some prayers in fear they could have offended something within the trees. Till today, I still don't have the faintest inkling about what happened or who pushed me out of the way. But I'm feeling very appreciative for life, as you can probably imagine.
0: Mm. Very nice. Very nice. Kara is one of the uh most one of the one of the very popular uh well-known writer for supernatural confessions in fact if you go back and check one of her earlier works there's the resort story uh even the one what's the place that the, the estate she stayed in That's part one part two part three Hall. Hmm. Uh, all the stories gives me goosebumps this one included i do not have anything to dissect about it simply Love the situation, and I, of course, such things. Uh, I believe is the work of the hantu being pushed and all that. This is a classic hantu manifestation.
2: Mm, could be, could be just a bunch of naughty kids uh, step into the wrong area, and you know they're trying to somehow harm this kid physically this time because maybe the thing is really pissed this time around. Mm.
4: Sonia, I'm I'm wondering, Sonia. Uh, you probably could answer this better than any one of us. Has there been any attacks on Singaporeans by birds of prey?
1: No, I've never heard of one. I, I, our, our birds of prey aren't that big. The largest may be the white-bellied sea eagle, and they're okay. not interested in coming down that low in, in forests, even at night. But you know what I was thinking when I narrated this story? I read the story first before I narrated it. Sometimes when you go to places like East Coast, and people are very fond of tying ropes, from tree to tree to make temporary shelters with uh, ground sheet and and stuff. And sometimes they just leave these things there. And then, you know, hammock strings and and all of that. But that was the first thought that came to mind. Could that have been a possibility? And a lot of times, you don't hang it very much taller than yourself because you can't reach to tie it. And if it Mm. happened at about neck height, and and these are uh, teenagers secondary school, so they would be pretty much full-grown. It is about at that height that you would tie um, a rope for those purposes. Or of course, I would have thought that first, lah, because that is my first uh, instinct, right? But for it to look but like the, barbed the, the, wire, you know?
2: Yeah, but a friend also went back to check at the same place. The, the person the who, who put it up anything. could easily it have removed
1: it, because oh, they came back okay. the next day, right? Mm. So mm. Possible Yeah It is a possibility I'm not saying That's what happened I'm just saying mm. Could that be Something mm. yeah. Hey wasn't there
4: yeah. Wasn't there Recently like This Cinerous C-I-N-E-R-E-O-U-S The buzzards Yeah, yeah. Could, yes. could, they, could
1: they Have attacked A human being uh, They don't normally They're very far off their flight path They're mm. not supposed To stop in Singapore On their Migrate migra- Migratory Path. It was just a a one off. They're not normally sighted Hmm. here. In fact, this was the very first sighting. The five buzzards.
4: I'm I'm going to maybe just go with that. Not an explanation, but a possible scenario of you know people actually getting attacked by birds. Because again, in Western Australia, it's very common during the springtime for people to get swooped and attacked by magpies, especially because that's the start of their nesting. And of that kind of like up season, right? So here it's I'm, more
1: it, it, here it's more the long-tailed macaques that you could be attacked by, as opposed to birds of prey.
4: Right? Could that have happened? You know, nighttime, no one can see anything. Something killed the person. Possible. Yeah. I mean, again, like I, I would like to almost think that they they encroached upon the territory of a spiritual being, and this person wasn't happy. Because remember, mom and dad always say, right? When the sun goes down, don't play catching. You'll never come out
2: no one will ever mm, find you mm, right mm, so
4: mm. Um, you know it could be that but the more rational part i'm wondering if they were actually attacked if she was actually attacked by an animal
0: i mean you no, know, are tough australia is you know you can get killed by animals oh animals my god yeah it's Singapore. the most dangerous
1: place in the world yeah. cotton mouths and uh, and yeah. everything can kill you
4: that's why i'm mm. a bad boy yeah.
2: you know um, yeah. I I don't want to go Australia ah. because Joe is there. No, nothing else. I'm not. I'm not afraid of the animals. Actually, I'm afraid of I'll Joe. I'll kill you with hugs,
0: Kim. I'll kill you with hugs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Smother Anything you. From- Anything from you, Kim, on uh, this particular story?
2: I I have nothing else to say because uh, the, like I say, then again, there's a lot of explanation because we we do not know exactly yep. what kind of place did, they, did she run through, and then again, again, this is a bunch of kids, right? Maybe they. It could be Bob Warriors around It's just that when the play, when the friend went back to check Maybe the friend went into another place And then they'll check at the wrong no, no, Kim, place. I thought you but, were
0: on, uh, on my team Wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Chill, <laughs> But for me, I would still go with I think they might have offended something there Which actually, you know, got so angry Maybe they don't, you know This is not the first time they came and played mm. You know, the thing is, okay, first time, they have mine, la. Second time, they mind mine. La. This bloody kid, 15 times when really he's still here.
5: And they came during my
2: <laughs> nap time. not got claw one of them. Bloody hell. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's the case. Uh. So uh, yeah, So I, w- I would like to believe that. So uh, remember, if uh, kids you're watching this and not yet sleep, better go to sleep now. Somebody else is going to come and claw you later. <laughs> oh, <Wow. laughs>
1: I thought it was interesting how it wasn't just like a single line. It was more like, uh like you said barbed wire you know you have yeah, you have all yeah. those different marks okay. um, yeah. well, interesting you know, story
0: I'm, I'm going with it must be the hantu for sure because this is another classic hantu case uh, someone's pushing you someone's scratching you uh, yeah i mean the, yeah. the simplest answer usually that must be the one it I'm must really be the, the burung okay anyway uh, up next we have the silver stars if you guys just join us uh, this is our third episode for this new year silver starts open up the the show for us this year start of 2022 on the 7th of january with their song called the horror and this one is the latest original called gugu gacha uh, very nice they even did an mtv for it very trippy uh, <laughs> I know Elsa and uh, Junie, they are in the chat group right now. So ask them about this story. Guys, uh, Elsa and Junie, why don't you tell everyone in the chat group what that story is from your grandparents while we take a listen to this song called Goo Goo Gacha from the Silver Stars. Elvin, take it away.
2: Today's No-Yo Hunter, we're going to talk about Bajang Bajang is believed to be from the family of Jin or Shaitan and usually are kept to harm its master's enemy If not so, they are believed to inhabit big fig trees Whenever you heard sound of crying babies coming from top of the tree it might be the sign of Bajang through black magic, it could be summoned by using a stillborn baby and during its sighting, it would take the form of a polecat or servet. It is believed to always cause harm to kids and would be the usual reason for unexplainable death of these kids back in the older days. In older times, some children would be given bajang bracelets or gelang bajang, made of black silk to protect them against bajang. Sharp objects such as scissors were also believed to be an object that is feared by bajang and would be placed near babies Masters would keep their bajang in a bamboo container A specific type of leaf would be used to cover and a certain amulet would be needed as a seal It would only be taken out when masters need them for missions Non-food for Bajang are milk and eggs and usually master would feed it once every full moon starving Bajang would attack its own master for it is a type of saka Bajang needed to be passed down to the next master before the current master passed else the master is believed to be either dying painfully or could not die peacefully
0: Okay, so we have a song about babies found in a forest from an Indonesian couple uh, in Gugu Gacha from Silver Stars. followed straight after that by Bajang. Bajang, B-A-J-A-N-G, not Bajang, Okay, guys. I thought it was Bajang.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not Bajang. It's Bajang. It's not Bajang. Yeah, it, was Bajang.
0: Not, it was not Kim trying to slang Bajang to Bajang. It's B-A-J-A-N-G.
2: Oh, uh, be- before we go to uh, know your hantu, did you guys see Joe in the uh, video earlier? The- <laughs> yeah, that, they they hired Joe to do that, right? So <laughs> mean. <diverse>. Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah Make fun, make fun.
2: <laughs> you can have, you laugh now, laugh now. Okay. laugh,
4: laugh, laugh. <laughs> when you come down, we have to share hotel room, then we'll see what happens, okay?
2: I'm <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Not gonna come down.
0: Underwear on the hit.
2: Okay. <laughs> So um, then, uh, it's the bajang. So yeah, guys, uh, it's not bajang; it's bajang. Mm. <clears throat> Apparently, what I, uh, I I I couldn't I couldn't find a lot more information about it because, like Joe say, I you know I'm not doing a research. So unless I'm doing it in the lab, uh, <laughs> but uh, I do not know whether bajang is a type of saka. Like, let's say in saka, it's an umbrella term for all this. So bajang is just one type of it. I I'm not sure of that. Uh, But yeah, uh, uh, Bajang has its own uh, ritual uh, things that they consume Where, you know, Saka, maybe it could be an umbrella term Whereby they have different stuff that they consume So, but whatever it is, it serves pretty much the same purpose Whereby in the older days, people would keep Bajang to help them with their farm Take care of their houses and, And work hard labours So, yeah that's Bajang. Mm.
1: Just heard a story about about this from somebody else. I seem to be, a lot of people think that just because I'm on the show, that uh, I want to listen and hear all these stories. I always tell them, please type it out or you know contact Eugene or send the story in. <coughs> if you tell me, then what am I supposed to do with the story? Record it.
0: Then you rewrite it out and retell it to us. That's yes. what I do. Oh, I sit this... inside taxis. I talk to people at coffee shops. Sometimes it's just, I have, just have to memorize what they say and I type it out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah Jenny Ashley says
4: Is it similar to the Thai baby statues?
0: The Kumantongs
4: Yeah That's the first yeah. thing That came to my mind
0: I don't know Someone's asking uh, about On YouTube Someone's asking Is it Toyol and Kumantongs The same thing I, yeah, I think same, I, same but different I, la. Just mm. is
1: it different Different names And different terms For them is it? Different
2: I, I think I think it's a different Ritual to, Different ritual to summon yeah, yeah yeah, It's like It's like baby Joe And baby Eugene It's same baby But it's two different people Right? What? So, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's Where like no, same same same, same, uh, but
1: suddenly before. you all are Toyo's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you you said Toyo uh, Kumantong and 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 Bajang, is it? Now got Lukok also.
1: One more.
2: Yeah, so it, it's I don't think it's it's the same. I don't think it's the same. But then they, they they sound like they all perform
1: the same type of uh, purpose.
2: Task. Mm. Yeah, purpose, yeah, yeah. It, it it seems like it, but maybe the ritual to summon them is different. Yeah. That, that that's all. Yeah. The ritual part is different.
0: Anyway, the time now is eleven fifteen. We got uh, one more confession to go to. Uh but uh show your love for silver starts, go and uh, Facebook them, go and Google them. We also have we are music S G. Go and check them out. A uh, bunch of very talented local musicians there. I believe next Friday or the Friday after they have a Japanese collaboration, uh streaming right before at 7 p.m. So go catch them for two hours, then hop into our supernatural confessions <laughs> live show on Friday. Um, so SilverStarts is a band that is into Horribilly. Uh, no, Horribilly. Yeah, I think so. That's the theme of the song that the, the genre of music that they are going for. It's all horror theme storytelling, but done in a way that you can dance to. And I think if I put this song onto the Facebook group, You'll be hearing "Gugu Gacha" for a whole week because it's a bloody <laughs> earworm. After they played the song, yeah. I just "Gugu goo, goo, Gacha Gacha." It just just wouldn't get out. So uh, let them know if you want more songs, and hopefully they can come back again with more original tracks this year. They said they've been very inspired by your stories, so keep the stories coming, and they will keep the music flowing. Now the next confession is uh, narrated Horrible. by a very very sexy voice. Uh, I mean, I don't think I've met him before, but uh, well, you take a listen and let me know what you think about the voice. I mean, the story. Calvin, take it away. Okay. See, so the story I'm about to tell you is actually shared by the victim's mother to my mother, so I've got it from third hand, but it's all reliable sources. Lah. See, my neighbor's daughter was born with a gift for the third eye. For her anonymity and for the ease of reference, let's just call her Angie. Angie enrolled into MMU. Prestigious university known for computer and technology programs. Freshmen usually live in a hostel on campus and go home only during term breaks. During her first holiday break, she returned home looking tired and stressed out. Initially, her mother thought it must be either the hectic schoolwork or maybe relationship issues. Lah. And this mother didn't think too much about it, thinking to herself, it's normal for children of that age to go through this stage. When the new year came around and it was time to return to the uni, Angie became increasingly withdrawn, begging her mother to let her stay at home. Eventually, the truth came out. Angie had been tormented by a ghost living in a hostel room. Not just the hostel room, but specifically the hostel room cupboard. The spirit, which appears as a white, wispy operation, would not leave Angie alone. He would float from the window, through the cupboard doors, and into the cupboard. Every night. Angie tried to communicate with the spirit on a few occasions, but the response had always been either, I live here, or I want you to die. Okay, honestly, I don't know how the spirit spoke to Angie. I didn't get that kind of in-depth information, but all I knew is that Angie was able to communicate to the spirit, and she was able to hear these words over and over again. So Angie tried speaking to the management to change her room, but they did not allow it, citing... A haunted room was not considered a legitimate reason desperate angie asked around her seniors if anyone knew what happened in that room apparently there had been a suicide case rumored to have taken place in that room many years ago the university had covered it up and the case was never made public when angie's mom heard the whole story she went to my mom to seek advice my mother was considered the most knowledgeable woman in the block My mother brought Angie and her mother to seek the advice of the temple medium who could trance both the divine spirits and the underworld deities. While in trance, the medium told Angie that the spirit will slowly drain her energy until her chi is so low that it could easily take over her body. The spirit is a vengeful soul that is stuck on earth because of the suicide. When she was alive, she had hung herself from inside the cupboard. Nobody found her body until a month later when the students started coming back to the hostel after holidays. By then, her body had badly decomposed. The medium was able to trace to the item that the spirit had used to kill herself. It was the rope used to hold the curtain in place. And it was still in the room. The hell deity through the medium advised Angie to burn offerings and conduct a ritual for the spirit. This must be done on the site at a specific time and with the rope as a conduit. Angie was too afraid to return to the hostel that time. Quite frankly, the thought alone that the rope that was used to hang someone was still in a room, and that she has been touching it without realising it all this time, was just too much for Angie to handle. She broke down. Angie's mother offered to go back to do the ritual for her, but the deity said that Angie must be present. Otherwise, the ritual would not work. So no choice, right? Angie went back to the hostel that very night. And one more thing, the medium said to them before they left, after you have burned the offerings and said your prayers, do not turn back no matter what you hear. So Angie and mother set up the joysticks, paper money and a special talisman that the medium had prepared. Angie's mother untied the rope from the curtain and placed it in the stainless steel bowl. At that time, they both felt a sudden chill go through the room, even though the windows were closed and the aircon was at a fixed temperature. During the chanting process, Angie started trembling, but she mustered all her courage to keep going. The whole ritual lasted a few minutes. They called the spirit out, offered the spirit the burnt offerings and a talisman to move on instead of taking Angie. Angie then had to take the bowl outside bring it to one of the isolated areas downstairs. And she had to do this alone. She carried the bowl with both hands, and her mother helped her open her room door. She continued walking along the empty corridor and down the stairs towards the building entrance, then she realised she needed an access pass. She can't remember if it was in her pocket or in her room, but right now, she was carrying a bowl with a rounded base so she can't put it on the ground and she cannot turn back. Okay, the next part was what they told me. I wasn't there, so I cannot verify, but holy shit. Miraculously, the door unlocked by itself. And she quickly used her leg to push the door open and walk to the back of the building and place the burnt offerings under a big tree. After that day, she continued staying in a hostel, but there were no further encounters. And this was Angie's confession that was passed down to me. Hmm. Over to you guys first. What do you think? Thoughts?
2: I think the story uh, sounds like as if Eugene is the one experiencing it. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the
1: style of uh, sharing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um it, no wonder he's the founder of supernatural confessions. Uh but <laughs> I picked the story. Uh but what I think is always yeah, sometimes um I, I couldn't explain the part whereby people um, you know, um couldn't leave the world as because they are stuck with in is stuck in a loop and something and somehow there are things that they are so tied to in this case whereby it's a rope. That the lady used to hang herself Hmm. Uh, it's rather a sad case right yeah Um, actually to think about it Uh, Hmm. even though um, you know a a lot of a lot of things that we heard about committing suicide is we thought that could be the end of all the sufferings that we have in the in the world but you know what what if we happen what happened if it's end up like that lady it seems like it's still, you're still in a loop of suffering or torments even after you die. So I, I think in, in this, from this story, I just want to say if you do bump into um, um, hard times or, or difficult times, do reach out to people to talk to you first mm. before come to a conclusion. And and don't be
4: afraid to go and visit a mental health professional or have a chat with so. You know, main counsellors are very well trained. Go and speak to one. You know, it's um, let's end the stigma associated with mental health. Everyone has mental health. Everyone has poor mental health at some stage in their lives. There's nothing ashamed of it. I've had shitty mental health in parts of my life when I went through things that are very close to depression. When I'm grieving. When I'm sad. And you know, or when you stress or overwhelmed. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Absolutely nothing.
0: Well, I also want to say that uh, Supernatural Confessions Facebook group is not a professional uh, medical advisory board. So whatever that you see members posting, do take it with just an advisory or from their own um, opinion and, and experiences. Always seek a professional help because I know mm. sometimes there are certain posts where people will say, uh, oh, do this, do that, you will, you will cure. Uh, use your own discretion when you... Th- when you hear things like that. I was going to say, yeah, use your own discretion. Uh, Well, with regards to this story, I think the first thought that came to my head was how can someone hang themselves in the cupboard, right? I'm I'm thinking about the feasibility of hanging yourself in the cupboard. When I brought this story up to Eugene To, Elvin and myself, we were there yesterday, Uh, he wasn't laughing. In fact, he said someone he knows hang... Himself against the window grill, where his feet was fully planted on the ground. So, if you could hang yourself in the window grill by the side, I imagine you could hang yourself in the cupboard. So,
1: you—I mean, people can drown in just this much of water. It's mm -hmm. your will, right? Knowing that you can stand up, but if you want to die, you—you're going to find all sorts of ways and means to do so. Whether or not you have that height, if you want to do it, you will.
2: Yeah, yeah. People can hang themselves. Uh, using doorknobs? Have you not
0: heard of yeah. that? But ones, usually accidents happen during sexual uh, acts, lah. You know, Asphyxiation and all that. That went wrong. Doorknob. Uh, yeah. Doorknobs. Yeah. But I guess, la if you can kill yourself that way, you and you really want to die, you can, you can find a way for it. Um, again, yeah, having yeah. I don't know whether it's, it she's having the third eye or not, but having a ghost constantly attack you for not even really attack, la like threaten to take over your body for a whole year, possibly would have a toll on your, your mental health, actually. Definitely,
1: mm. uh, you know, and chip away at your resolve. And if you feel very helpless and you don't have anyone to turn to, or you have tried to turn to people and there is just no resolution, mm. right? And then you're stuck in that loop of suffering again and again until that final nail in the coffin. And mm. in this case, it was yeah just that last straw for her.
0: And for the ritual, I feel that the ritual is very familiar. Um, having seen and gone through uh, some of this kind of cleansing ritual, you go to the medium, they may give you things to burn, give you advisory, write special talisman, and then usually you find the conduit item, put it together, burn as an offering, and send it out. Uh, Why don't turn back? And this is also very important. I have been on the receiving end of this advice where I was to do certain things and don't turn back because when you turn back for some reason or another, Again, I don't know the science of it, but spiritually, if you turn back, you are creating a connection, and then it will follow you, or you will uh, somehow disrupt the the connection or something. So when you when you wang barang, when you throw oh, things, yeah. you never turn back, no matter what you hear. Christ calling your name, you just turn, you drop it there, you turn and you walk away. Now the next question I have is the cleaner that comes to clean it up. What happens to him? Will he take on the burden? Yeah, I remember talking about
1: stuff? this that last time as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like when you're dumping your gir- your your girlfriend also, huh? So when you dump your girlfriend, don't turn back, huh? She will cry, she will call out your name, she'll try to grab you, so don't turn back, just walk.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes it's not crying, sometimes they're cussing, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: But so just don't turn.
1: Okay,
5: okay. Yeah. I'm not getting Any involved in this at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh Kim, you have not given us your jokes for today.
2: Oh oh. Uh, oh! oh Do we do we? Oh okay, we have to go with the jokes, yeah. Jokes to wrap up a, a supernatural confession show. Huh? Go okay. out laughing, la. uh,
1: It's been oh, quite I've a few.
2: Such a, such a heavy.
1: yeah. Uh, today. Heavy,
2: somber. Mm, heavy, topic. right? Yeah, yeah very heavy. heavy. Okay, okay. All right. Um, a joke for today. Um, Clark says uh, original. Let me think about one. Okay. Um, what is the downside of, um, <laughs> what is the downside of having a head job from a ventriloquist? She makes your dick talk <laughs> Okay you <laughs> are not good? I, I felt that it's good. I've never <laughs> heard my dick talk. Do you want to hear your dick talk? I don't so, want to hear my dick talk.
3: So Kim, you felt good.
5: <laughs> <or>? <laughs> the voice of God.
0: Came out.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> oh okay man. okay uh, so, Jesus. that, yeah, that, that yeah. gave me indigestion
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway guys uh oh, it's
0: going to be 11 30 soon i'm just <laughs> very
1: uncomfortable
0: i'm putting in yeah. the link here for you guys to go catch <laughs> the featured confession of today this one is by vishnu uh he had a problem with his house uh someone put a black magic such a
1: funny fellow like that
0: one yeah very nice guy came up to us big fan of the show said he been watching for two years and uh, finally, decide to give up his give us his own confession. That's happening in a minute's time on our YouTube channel. The links are in the comment section. Please go and click the link. Go and check us out. Eleven thirty, starting right now. Uh, we're going to say goodbye. And oh, uh, uh, well, Joe, why did you say goodbye first? Very quickly.
3: <laughs>
4: okay, my name is Joe. Again, to all the family in SC, thank you for joining us again on a Friday night. We look forward to hearing stories from you again. So. My tagline... I've forgotten my tagline. Oh, my tagline is... There are never... <laughs> they are, no, there are more, there are questions, more questions than, than there are. No, there, there are more questions than there are answers. There are more questions than there are. Something like that, yeah? Like like the questions and the answers, they intersected with one another and then you had more and less of the others. So that's what
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Sonia. Your turn. Uh, I'm Sonia and I have... A super rational explanation for most of everything. I wouldn't be on this show if I did not say anything. So, uh, I also want to say happy birthday to Jenny.
2: Oh, happy my, birthday, oh, Jenny! Happy birthday, Jenny!
1: Yes, my my cousin. So, uh, we had a question asking about where is Chichi? We still need uh, there's some stuff that we need to sort out, but we hope to come back online with that show soon.
0: Mm. Kim, over to you.
2: Mm, I've also read There's a lot of people Who like my jokes Thank you very much I'm Kim (laughs) Remember Next week Is gonna be our One final week Before we have Chinese New Year break So remember to tune in Next week If you've got the time Friday Same time uh, Same place Or whatever You are watching this one I'm Kim Whatever you don't see Mm. Doesn't mean it is not (laughs) there Oh, Very nice
0: Well uh, For me I always say No matter What you experience And you doubt yourself Know that you're never alone If you think you are alone Call me My number is 945 94931 Anyway Good night everybody And we're going to End <laughs> off today's session With a
5: <laughs> Bye everybody Good night everyone Go check out YouTube right now Social Social media Super Confessions Fish News Confession. Let's go Let's go